Hi, my name is Jesse Daniel Smith, and I'm sitting here with Elena and Sushi. And Sushi, because she's on the disc today. Our one-eyed pirate cat. <laughs> uh, we were looking at our day this morning. You were scheduling, and I started talking to you about how everything is hard, but not as hard as we think. And I just thought that this would be a fun podcast. Okay. And thankfully, because we're doing these. 10 minute things where you don't have to edit anything and the songs, the intro and the outro are just in place and all of the audio effects are all set up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fast to just knock them out because 10 minutes is not a big time commitment for focus, which is something that both we both have a hard time with. Yeah. Especially because like as a type four, I want to, apparently this is based on all the readings, I want to go off on points for yeah. like way longer than I should. You're also, what I read about that, um, not quite as on the exact same point, but you're also more likely to, like an average four, you're not an average four, but an average four will oh, like- Oh, thank you. Will spread themselves too thin. And um, they're kind of good at a God. lot of things very easily, yeah. I think. So they like kind of spread themselves thin by like not being good enough at like yeah. one specific skill. But I, you are- very I, good at certain skills. I just can't help but to, to cut in in bad podcast form and interrupt <laughs> you and just say, my God, this year I spread myself so thin. But I still think you're extraordinary at some things. I don't think, yes. for example, you're extraordinary at mixing because it's something that requires too much analyzing of your own, of your own work. And therefore you kind of are all over the place. Also, you're you totally kind of right. went into it without... Not like you do with everything else. Like everything else, you're very calculated. You're very like you look for research. You like look up steps. You find the systems. Whereas mixing, you kind of just like went right kid. into it. Yeah. Let's start, <laughs> start throwing stuff. Like, so this is the uh, the point I wanted to make is that for a decade, like you said, like mixing has been kind of a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. And I was bottlenecking my whole career because everything has to go through the mix before it goes on the internet. It's like yeah. the last stage, really. Yeah. So because of that, you know, I, I thankfully some of the stuff has kind of a quirky charm to it, yeah. the way it was put together. And some stuff is downright difficult to listen to yeah. because it's, I'm literally doing everything myself, playing all the instruments and recording it and mixing it and all that stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you also want to be super independent and do yeah. everything yourself. Even like other podcasts we've done have yeah. been, I think, grading and a little unnatural sounding and the mixes have been... So this one I think is benefiting from... Sounding more natural. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the theme song of this show is a song that I recently recorded. And I was like, I don't really know what to do with this. And then this podcast happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I should make the intro and outro be 10 minutes apart. And when the outro music comes in, which is this long guitar solo, I can like, that'll be like the Oscar exit music. Yeah. And it'll also save me a lot of time for the editing and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, so mixing uh, is this thing I've been doing for a long time, like 10 years, as long as I've been playing guitar. Because when I was 16, 17, I went and recorded a demo at like some dude's kind of like this. He like rented a loft and had a little studio in it. Yeah. But no screens. It was like all in the box. It was just like this little like mixer that you oh, would okay. listen back and just kind of move the knobs and stuff. Yeah. And he did a pretty good job considering everything. But um, but I wanted it done like we had no money, so we had to do it in two days, Ooh. everything. So recording all the parts, mixing, mastering. Yeah. When I get into the vocal booth, I have never sang a note in oh. our band. 
Oh. I'm like literally just writing lyrics. Oh. And making them happen. Oh. Yeah, it's uh and just I never sang. It was just like the world is speeding up. Like I just like I, I like don't know I don't know any of the mechanics of singing and nothing. And even now I'm still just learning it all. So it's but mixing after that experience became a necessary evil, like I mentioned. It's like I just I can't let the other people do it because they don't have the time to spend the million hours I need to get it to where I need it to be, especially 10 years ago when I'm insanely perfectionist, insanely insecure, and, and they're feeding each other. Mm-hmm. Um, in some ways, it ended up being good because I was able to highlight like what I have to do and how I have to get better in my career with like what things needed working on immediately so I could compete with everybody else. And in other ways, it's terrible because you see everything with this... Uh, this lens. Yeah. You know, it's like, I just had these really bad habits with mixing mm. and they've been becoming more um, of a parody of themselves over the years. Like yeah. the more tools I get, the more I use them. Overcomplicating. Yeah, just like hitting every track with too many things. Yeah. Even now, I think it's still too much. Like these tracks have five things on it. Mm. There's an EQ that's cutting. Then it's compressing to make the loud stuff quieter. Then there's an EQ to boost it. Mm. You, okay, now we're going to like complement the nice things about the mix now yeah. that it's compressed yeah. instead of before it's compressed. Yeah. Then there's a de-esser, which actually is just another compressor, but it gets rid of the hard S sound that happens when people talk. And then there's a, a gate that's actually working as an expander so that when you're not talking, the track is turned way down so that we don't have the room tone happening twice. Okay? Yeah. That's what's happening, and it's on each track. <laughs> okay. Okay, does that make sense? <gasps> Even that seems like a lot, but I have I know exactly what each one of them is doing. It's yeah. not like before I would just be like throwing on yeah. s- like distortion Guessing. and saturators and delays and all stuff. I'm like, I don't know what any of this does. Yeah. So it turns out that the thing that my mix was missing, and for 10 years I've been looking for it, and it's been just sitting right under my nose as the main tool, the main thing. It's just sitting there, and it's the solution to all my problems, and I just couldn't see the forest for all the trees. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. it's like... What I needed was just volume. Yep, just that little volume knob. Just the little volume knob. Because <laughs> EQs and compressors and all this stuff basically just make it that you can control a piece of audio. Yeah, well, I, I think what you discovered, it's more about like creating space for the frequencies within like a mix is like the drums should not be the same volume as like the vocals or yeah. the bass. Like they all Or have- if you're going to do that, everything else needs to be like really really quiet yeah yeah for example like the vocals usually operate like operate within a mid-range whereas guitar will usually be a little higher and they're yeah vocal especially is tough and this is why it's so hard to mix is that it it occupies like the whole range yeah a lot because you'll have a boost at 8k which is basically unhearable by humans Mm -hmm. and then you'll also be cutting at like a hundred but boosting at like 200 whatever and it's like that's very low that's like where a bass operates so you have this vocal that like especially mine that's all over the place yeah uh, anyway, it's been a huge problem. So the way I can explain it is like, imagine you have this cage set up for a lion and the lion is still able to kind of get its paw out. So you start covering the cage up and now you're like, oh, we have this lion, but he's just like all covered up and messed with because, you know, he acts out a lot and it's that blah, 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 blah. Well, what if you could just, instead of constantly adding to that lion's cage in this case it's like a vocal or a track that's out of control it's like too loud too quiet too bassy too everything it's just like going all over the place what if you just made that line like way smaller instead yeah and then it just like wouldn't need a cage around it and the way that that connects to the music analogy is that 
Sometimes if a bass is just like taking up so much goddamn space, I'll just turn the whole track down, everything about it, yeah. by uh, quite a lot. And then suddenly it just sits perfectly. Yeah. And you're like, this oh. is, I've been using <laughs> EQ and compression to like cut away at this track yeah. to make it sit correctly. Mm. And it turns out that you just needed to do like a global turn down. Yeah. Every aspect of the instrument just needs to be reduced. Yeah. And then suddenly it'll There's fit. More space. Yeah. And the easiest way to get this kind of result, and you can see this with any sort of like anything you're a little um, anxious about, like graphic design or audio engineering or photography or whatever, you can just use references. You know, it's like if we did a tune that wants to sound really big, I'm like, who's an artist who sounds huge all the time? It's like Coldplay. Yeah, or there's, Bruce. There's, yeah, or Bruce is another example. But Coldplay specifically because they have this air to them. Also, it's digital mixing as opposed to a tape. And, yeah, that's right. So Coldplay has, is good at doing like, like the scientist feels big. Yeah, you know, it's like a it's stadium rock simple, song. Yeah. And it's four guys. Yeah. But it sounds enormous. And it's because the drums are really, really quiet, actually. Mm. The guitars have a delay on them that gives them a lot of room. The vocal has a big reverb on it, but not, yeah. but not a lot of other stuff does. And you realize like a song like Yellow, for example, it's mostly electric guitar. Like everything else is so quiet because yeah. and the electric guitar is doing all the work. But when I think of it and I listen to that song, I don't think of it that way. Yeah. I don't go like, oh, the drums are so quiet. Yeah, they are They are great for that. And they also, um, they arrange for it so well. Like when I saw them live, they like went around to the back of the stadium and like did a very very stripped down but with a little tiny drum kit version of green eyes like way up yeah, in the stadium oh it was so wonderful that was somebody that was i did a wedding one of my last weddings um in montreal this weekend and their first dance was that oh. which i thought was really tasteful I was yeah like, like, okay this That's is actually beautiful. a good move i like that song so okay the music is about to kick <laughs> in but um the thing that i was ruminating on is that everything is difficult but it's not as difficult as you think. And often it's just like your fundamentals are what are off yeah. if you're finding like... If you're you trying just to simplify it. Yeah, keep, there's this thing called KISS, which is keep it simple, stupid. Mm -hmm. And it is so, so relevant. And I, yeah. even though you hear this advice all the time, it's impossible to sink in if you have all these biases about how hard everything is. You have to kind of examine it and go like, okay, there's a bunch of... There's a lot of people doing this. You know, and if you think of yourself as being a apt and capable person, then look at other people and go like, okay, if they could do it, I could probably do it. There's something I'm probably missing. It's not probably, it's probably not as complicated as I think. It's probably that I'm fundamentally not keeping track of the basic, you know, solid foundation of any sort of project. Mm -hmm. Like work, like could just be planning the project that's really big that you're missing that little piece or it yeah. could be if you're playing music it could be that you're just fundamentally like don't know the notes on the fretboard or something yep. anyway that's 10 minutes <laughs> thank you so much for listening bye go and learn the fundamentals bye <laughs>